Welcome to Nairobi Chapel and Bakasi. We grow deep to reach wide. Bonjour, everyone. Hope you're well. I'm well and grateful to God. Tunajuanga French. Karibuni, guys. This is Fred Alexander Oyola. I hope you're well. Yeah, I hope you've been keeping uh, safe. I hope you're healthy. Yeah, I'm the pastor here at Nairobi Chapel in Makasi, and I'm glad once again that you've taken time out for uh, a few minutes. Yeah. This month, guys, as you know, we, uh, we've been on a new podcast series. We titled it Rest. And just like we've been asking every week, and uh, like we've been asking throughout the month, uh, is that we hope you're at rest. Uh, we hope you feel rested. Especially with the state of the country and the world, we hope that your heart, your soul, is at rest. Um, the only question that we will be asking you, even as this rest series comes to an, an end, is um, do you have eternal rest? And if you have it, have you shared it with anyone else out there? Today we are finishing the series like I've just said, but before we get into it as usual, our notices. Follow us, man, on social media, Nairobi Chapel Embakasi. We are on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter. Check out our bio link, uh, uh, link tree link. That's where we have everything from our weekly podcast to our sermons. We have uh, the platform is on the Anchor FM website. And so just go on there, type Nairobi Chapel Embakasi, you will find us. Uh, we have our giving details on our bio. We have our food bank, we have our children crafts devotions of the week and also our communication line in case you need to holler at us for all of you who've been just communicating with us god bless you um, may the lord just uh, fill you up with his goodness and uh, when he fills you up remember to share as well the lord like i said and i've been saying throughout the podcast uh, has been pounding on my heart with this rest issue for some time and I pray that throughout the, the podcast and even as it comes to an end today, that it has been and will be an enriching message. Um, especially as you get to unpack the truth behind this rest. In the second week, uh, we started off the series with the Genesis of Rest. We looked at the Genesis story, the story of creation, and how God begins by declaring, let there be light. Mm. One of the things you need to do even in your life is to declare, declare light in dark situations. Declare life in dead situations. God finishes on day six with the creation of animals and Adam and gets to the seventh day which he allocates rest. We looked at how he then blessed the seventh day and make, made it holy and rested from all the work of creation that he had done. We looked at how Adam was given the responsibility of keeping the garden, giving the names to the creatures of the land. God recognized Adam was not uh, in a position to get a suitable helper, so he decided to give Adam a hot babe. Eve was her name, mother of all creation. And as much as it looks like it looked like they're going for a happily ever after kind of scenario, my goodness, they were chucked out of the garden. They were thrown out. God decided, ah, uh -uh, enough is enough with these guys. Out. Okay. But then we summarized that if God could rest, we can also rest and can't go without it. The Garden of Eden, we summarized, was a picture of the heavenly and eternal rest without measure. 
disobedience to God in the garden destroyed the rest Adam and Eve had with God. No wonder they were thrown out. God still decided, even after they were thrown out, to restore this relationship and eternal rest with us through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The following week after that, we talked about the prophet and activist Elijah. How he shows up in 1 Kings 17, causes a star in the next seven chapters, leaving such an indelible mark that we remember him more than any of the other prophets. We looked at how he caused a star from uh, declaring famine for three years and ascending into heaven or to heaven in, on a chariot of fire. His name meant Yahweh is my God and he was used by God in some majestic, powerful ways. He spoke to God on numerous occasions. He always followed God and his leading throughout his life. And we summarize that just like Adam, this dude was a man at rest in God. We ask the question how a man who was so at rest in God would still experience what could only be termed as fear, discouragement, or even depression. We ask the question of whether it is possible that one can be saved, sanctified and full of the Holy Ghost, and still be struggling with issues of self and even life. And the answer we said was a resolute yes, it is possible. Elijah was so used of God, but just like we've seen, he still had issues. We stated that one, when one receives the Lord, we must know that we are not yet complete. We concluded that we must remember Jesus and his promise that he began a good work on us, making us like him, and it will only be complete when we get to heaven. Last week, we looked into the life and times of the beautiful Queen Esther. We looked at how she was a beautiful young lady who was an orphan and lived with her uncle Mordecai. The uncle desired the very, the very best for her. So when a local beauty pageant called for by the king Xerxes and the land came calling, he obliged and sent her to try her luck. And to her uncle's surprise, she got in and ended up being the queen. Think about that. Eh? We looked at the happenings that led to the almost annihilation of the Jewish nation in captivity from the promotion of Haman to the fasting of the nation of Israel in captivity and then eventual freedom from the massacre. We then looked at the response from Mordecai when he called upon Esther to note that her royal position was exactly for the time they were facing. She was not in the position by mistake. It was not a chance. It was not a time to get to, uh, to, get to enjoy the goods of uh, being in the kingdom or the kingdom. We then summarized though that rest will always put a demand on all of us. And just as soon as you enter into it, it will demand from you. We also reminded ourselves that there is rest in the Lord. There is rest in the Lord. And it is shaped in the Lord Jesus Christ. And we are to share this rest with the world. Today we finish the sermon series, the podcast series, Rest, with the benefits of rest. They are, the benefits are immense. We know them, most of us know them. But let's look, like, like I've been saying, let's look at what the word of God says. Open the Bibles to Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 to 26. This is a famous portion of scripture. Galatians 5, 16 to 26. I'll read. So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. The acts of the flesh are obvious, sexual immorality, impurity, and debauchery, idolatry, and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, 
dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, this is Paul to the Galatians, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. Verse 22, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. You know the song. <laughs> Against such, the Bible says, things, there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking and envying each other. Let's pray, guys. Our dear Heavenly Father, creator of the heaven and the earth, speak to us today in the mighty name of our Savior, Jesus Christ, our never-sleeping, our never-slumbering intercessor. Amen. Ah, guys, there's nothing as sweet as some good rest after a hard day of work. Hey, a time by the beach after a whole year of work always feels just nice. Christmas is approaching. I don't know. I don't know that it will be the same. But, oh, the time at the countryside. In the same manner, though, go without rest for a long period and you'll start to see some problems. You might have an appointment with a doctor or worse still, you might collapse and even die. It's unfortunate, guys. Like you've been saying throughout the month, we all must rest. And better still, we must desire eternal rest. At this point, I really hope that everyone hearing me at least has considered the eternal rest offered by the Lord Jesus Christ. Time is forever running out. And so please consider it. Consider the Lord Jesus before it is too late. We all know how we look like when we don't rest. Hey, it is a mixture of fatigue and moods that most will just be like, get some sleep, brother or sister, or get some rest. How does one look like when one is rested then? It's probably the opposite. Smiling, happy, and the like. Rested means that we've taken all the measures we need to take, like honoring the Sabbath and taking care of our health as well. The opposite applies for being unrested, and therefore, it means that to be rested in our hearts, spirits, and soul, we have to take measures spiritually to help that happen. The question then is, are you rested spiritually? Have you accepted Jesus in your heart and received a new spirit? If not, let me, let me direct your attention to what we just read. Galatians 5 shows what I believe is what unrest and rest looks like. Unrest is not having Jesus in our hearts and shows up in sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. The opposite then is what rest looks like. It is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Yeah, you know the song. Love, joy, peace. <laughs> Do you have a loving spirit? Do you have joy? Are you a peaceful person? Do you have patience? Are you kind? Are you displaying any goodness in your spirit? 
Are you faithful? Are you gentle? And do you possess self-control? And in as much as you might possess these qualities, are they your qualities, your self-qualities, or the qualities of the Lord through you by the work of his powerful Holy Spirit that lives inside of you? Inside of you? Today I have a very brief request for us. You will only have the benefits of rest after you've been changed of the Lord. After he's entered into your heart. After he's given you a new spirit. This is when you will experience what the book of Galatians has called the fruit of the spirit. The benefits of rest is summed up in one fruit. One, not two, not three, not six, not nine. One. It is joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. If you check through what many consider in the whole world to be the best things money can never buy, you'll find that all of these are actually, are actually things that money will never buy you. Never. Even with all the money in the world, ask the richest men in the world. And they will tell you these are things that they know very well they can never get with money. Money will never buy you joy. Must you engage your happiness? I'm not talking about happiness. Joy. Happiness is a consequential emotion. Joy is non-consequential. Joy is beyond the circumstance. Money will never buy you patience. Kindness. It will never buy you goodness. It will never buy you faithfulness. Money will never buy you self-control. Can you say that you truly possess this on your own? Let's purpose, guys, to find the Lord and to get his rest. And to be blessed in the benefits of his rest. In closing, if you would like to know Jesus, the giver of eternal rest, it is as simple as asking him to forgive you of all your sins and to come into your heart and to be the Lord over your life. When this happens, he begins a work of now helping you and I get these benefits as part of your character. My prayer for everyone listening is that you may get the blessed rest of the Lord Jesus. And may he bless you forever with his eternal rest. May he bless you with joy. May he bless you with peace. May he bless you with patience. May he bless you with kindness. May he bless you with goodness, with faithfulness, and with his self-control. One of the things I must remind you, like we've said throughout the month, is he has begun a work. And so some of these things you will not struggle with. Maybe you're a patient believer of Jesus Christ. Maybe a very kind believer of Jesus. But every once in a while, he needs to train you on self-control. And so he will walk with you ever so gently. When he walks with you, don't assume that you're not his child. He's just walking you through the fruit. Believe you me when he's done with you. Uh, hey, you will be blessed, blessed in his rest. Let's pray, guys. Almighty God, in the glorious name of our Savior Jesus Christ, we thank you today for your word. We thank you for the month, Jehovah, that you've taken us through this rest. Thank you for reminding us today of the eternal rest in you. 
Help us to understand this rest. To go out there and to share this rest with others. So that they may experience it. We thank you today, Jehovah, for reminding us that there are benefits to your rest. Help us, Jehovah, even now, to get the benefits of the fruit of your spirit. The benefit of joy, of peace, of patience, of kindness, of goodness, of gentleness, and of self-control. We thank you today. In Jesus' name we've prayed, believing. Amen. Guys, thank you so much for joining us in this month of rest. May the Lord bless you with his rest. May he keep you with his rest. And always make his lovely face to shine upon you and be gracious to you in his rest. May he make his favor be a, a portion even in these uncertain times. And as he continues to work on you and in you, and even through you, may he bless you with his peace. The peace that surpasses all human understanding. The peace that will guard your heart and your mind. Till next time, guys. Remember, 